Hi, everybody. This is Jim Cornette, pro wrestling legend, and you're listening to the Book in the Territory Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. This is the artist formerly known as Daryl Van Horn, James Mitchell, the Sinister Minister, and I'm here to let you know I would rather slam my cock in a car door than to miss the dulcet tones of Hard Body Harper, my illegitimate son on Booking the Territory podcast. Who <laughs> messy this is professional wrestler Jimmy Vine, the Boogie Wicker Man. Tell my people, my brothers and sisters, don't you dare, don't you dare miss Booking the Territory. Oh, yeah. This is a one man gang. You're listening to Booking the Territory Pro Wrestling Podcast. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to this week's episode of Booking the Territory, the Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. But today, we're talking NWA Saturday Night on TBS from June 3rd, 1989. We have officially moved into June of 89. We're almost halfway done with 1989. This is amazing as we plow right through the year, like Hopper plows through his you-know-what. Anyway, I'm sitting here with Doc and Hard Body Hopper. First, let me throw it to Doc. How you doing? Hopper's on time today, Doc. I guess. Jesus right? Christ. Miracles happen, man. You said we're halfway through 89. Feels like we're through the first 43 months of 2020. Uh, I'm feeling good, man. We got Harper on here. We got a lot to talk about. Um, Harper, you got a hurricane coming your way. What's that all about? I guess the hurricane got him. <laughs> he stepped up. Did he hit nah, me? It, it, it's, 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 I'll think it's coming. It's, I think it's taking the same route as the last one. You mean it's going to hit us? No, the one that hit fucking around Lake Charles and fucking... And Haven't those people had enough? Yeah, no. They got another one coming. It was two out of three falls, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> That's not funny. Last thing you want to do is go Broadway with a hurricane. Yeah, really. <laughs> you don't need to grow hurricane. up. Somebody yell for the hurricane to hook the leg. <laughs> <laughs> Go to the finish. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Grow up. Uh, I mean, come what? on. All right. Let me take care of some business since y'all want to play around. Special no, shout no, out no, to no, our. No, 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 no business. Harper, how are you doing tonight? How did you, how'd you get here on time? Fuck. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we're not so sure about that either. We're, we're glad to have <laughs> Circle, circle, dot, dot is happening after the show, not before, like usual. She's so. probably self-quarantined. Yeah. You got to give Harper credit. The one man who found a woman in the middle. <laughs> in the midst. I know, right? <laughs> the middle of a pandemic, he meets his girl. Hey, the baby, how you doing? It's like yeah, WCW yeah. finding Goldberg. <laughs> all right i was gonna i thought maybe she was goldberg and you're steven regal tying her up in knots oh wow (laughs) grow up doc what come on all right so 
Let me take care of some business. Special shout out to our largest page contributors monthly. Disrespectfully, Classy, Marky, Blassy, Kyle Riley, Mike Children, Joe Ice. Thank you very much for your patronage every month. And before we get to some Van Halen talk, because we will get some Van Halen talk, even though this is a wrestling podcast, I want to shout out some new Patreon members. Jose Rodriguez, thanks for becoming a new Patreon member. Luke Jennings is an existing Patreon member, but bumped up to the Hall of Fame tier. And other than that, we're losing patrons because of this goddamn pandemic, and that's all I got to say. So, help out the show, become a patron, tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. Here's the deal, brah. The next Clash of the Champions is going to be out in about two weeks' time, so you got that coming up. Plus, you got all those existing Clash of the Champions and WCW pay-per-views, NWA pay-per-views we've done so far. Plus, you got the ECW show, the World Class show, and the live streams all available at Patreon on Patreon at tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. Now, Doc, I'm going to throw it to you. You want me to do this five-star review I got first, or you want to talk Van Halen? Which one? Oh, I definitely want to hear about some five-star reviews. Yeah, All right. boost my self-esteem. Right. All right. Tell well, me how great I am. So, for whatever reason, this is not showing up on Apple yet, because Doc doesn't see it, but I saw this review. I get, like, an email from Apple, and this review was on there. So, we got to shout out... One of the ladies of BTT, Brenna, <laughs> out there. And let me tell you, this is this 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 review is very good. It's great, actually. Let's be great, Russell Wilson, right? She says, BTT gets me through my bad days, and honestly, I love the filth and unprofessionalism of the show. And I'm a docaholic for life, and I'm uh. also one of the ladies of the BTT army that will do it for this week. See you next week from Brenna. So there you go. Long-time listener, actually. She's been listening to this show for many years. She posts a lot in the Facebook group. Um, but, yeah, she wrote us a review, Doc, and she's a docaholic. And a very well, aren't they all? Aren't they all? But you know what? <laughs> you can be my special docaholic this week. How about that? Okay. We'll put her in the spotlight for that. And then I got one podcast addict review from Blackson187. Uh, uh, what, what was that name? Wait, wait. What was that name? Blackson187. Are you sure it's not Black Sun? Black Sun 187. Black Hole Sun. Won't you come? Yeah. And wash away the pain. You've got that soul glue. Don't ever sing anything while I'm singing Soundgarden again. They're the best. Well, Blackson187, who I think I know who it is, but I don't want to say because I don't want to get it wrong and be ridiculed like I always do. Anyway. The absolute best Southern old school wrestling podcast going today. So there you go. All right, let's talk some Van Halen, huh, Doc? What, what do you think here? I mean, I'll throw it at you. This is a this is a big loss, pal. Mm-hmm. Uh, Van Halen was my first favorite band. You know, when you when you're finally old enough to like car, start kind of carving your own identity and getting your own tastes. They came along right at that moment, and they sounded like they came from a different planet. Harper, you like you some Van Halen? Yeah. Now, are you a bigger David Lee Roth fan or a Sammy Hagar fan? Oh, God, dude. Everyone's David Lee Roth. Everyone. Everyone. Y'all forgot in the early days of BTT, y'all were shocked when I knew the difference between the David Lee Roth version and the Sammy Hagar version. David Lee Roth version was more about getting laid and and that whole fucking attitude. Yeah. That whole like rock and roll attitude. That's right. 
Do y'all remember? And we're supposed to do the fucking Patriot episode with the guy that won the trip. That's what I was about to say. We, we still haven't done that. We got to get that done eventually. Yeah. That needs, never, that needs to be a never, live stream on a Friday night. Yeah. We also never did a wrap-up for Smoky Mountain, but whatever. <laughs> we also never promised when it would be done by, because we're smart. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Remember that? That's true. Um. So, Harper, would you say you're a big fan? Media. I mean, everybody's a fan fan. Even I mean, Mike. I guess uh, a big fan, I guess. You gotta, you gotta know something though. Everyone, Mike, every, ev- every one of those hair metal bands that we've been talking about, that we make fun of and talk about, were half, were three quarters Van Halen and one quarter Led Zeppelin, what and they mean? were terrible at it. Oh, you mean like like knockoff or imitators right. or wanted to be like them? Yes. Yes. Oh, gotcha. All of them. Yes. For- Pretty much. Three quarters Van Halen, one quarter Led Zeppelin, and a whole lot of suck. Hmm. So, so did you any got of those any... hair battle bands that imitated them, were, were, do you think any of them were good? I, um, legitimate question. Did I like them? Yes. Were they good? Mm, that's a stretch. Okay. But, but they influenced... Everybody in the eighties but REM, dude. I mean, they had reach. And the weird thing is the Sammy Hagar shit was big too, and it sucked. Yeah. That shit I mean that was big till the late nineties. Yeah, they were everybody else was doing grunge and they put out a song called Pound Cake. Yeah. Remember that? You know the drip. Mm-hmm. I'm not I don't. I'm not the one to comment on this, but I like that song right now. You well, would you like to sing a little bit of it for us? Do no. it. Negative. Can you do it in the Sheik's voice? <laughs> that would be good if I could. Do that. <laughs> yeah. But right now, no. Jabroni. <laughs> <laughs> it's your tomorrow, I mean, Jabroni. It was a good video too. Was it? At least, at least I thought so. I mean, you know. I remember it, it was in a in that. Uh, the Crystal Pepsi commercial. What? I don't even remember that. I remember Crystal Pepsi. Yeah. I don't remember that. Yeah, it was in a commercial. So I'm let me big... say one thing, Doc. There what? were multiple, multiple posts in the Facebook group from so many people the day he passed away. I mean, it was oh, yeah. like I mean, I, wanna, I mean, I don't feel like I can do it with these jabrones. But man, I'd like to chop it up with some real fans that want to talk about Fair Warning and Diver Down and Women and Children First. Those were phenomenal records, and those guys were awesome. Basically, one of the things that I saw in a tribute, and, and I guess this is a really the best way to, to, to put it on how good they were, is that they were essentially a bar band that really did figure and, and cut their teeth at that, and then figured out how to take it to the, to the arena and still not lose that edge and make and become the, one of the biggest bands in the world. And they were, pal. Like I said, if I knew who they are, that's generally uh Jesus Christ. They had white people in the band and you knew their songs. Whoa. <laughs> I mean, they were no in living color, but they sure weren't. I don't know if y'all they caught were what in, I did there. Well, Living Color was influenced by Van Halen. 
I put in living color before it on purpose. Did you catch that? No, yeah. I can't hear you. I mean, you, you need to speak with more uh, diction, please. Diction. You need to <laughs> I enunciate. Some, I got some diction for your ass, you stupid son of a bitch. Anyway. Um, see me concert. What? Harper, you ever see Van Halen in concert? No. Have you? No, they had that free show in Dallas, but it was kind of a riot and kind of a problem in downtown Dallas when I was in high school. Um, I, I didn't, I didn't, I never saw him, man. How was that a free show? How, how was it free? What's so, the catch? Um, so basically, they came through, and I think what was the catch? you had to, you, you, you had to promise some circle, circle, dot, dot for some fat rat. And that way, the fat ones would leave them alone, and you could just take care of them. Okay, that was dumb, but go ahead, Doc. What's wrong with you? <laughs> um, I think they came through. The story was, and, and Sammy had, like, throat problems, and they either canceled or didn't play, and so they promised, hey, we'll come back, Dallas. And they did this, like, free concert in downtown Dallas where, like, 10 times as many people that should be there were and you know that's always a problem yeah it it became one so i didn't get to go to it though i had basketball practice was it like at the, uh, where the mavericks play kind of down there yeah yeah there you yeah. go west end yeah the tourist part there was it in that in that same building it was right over there not in the building it was an outdoor concert oh for, that's what i'm saying Oh. Everybody in Dallas but me was there. Poor little Doc. He had practice. He's hey, there. man. I'm a, I, I am a, uh, I am a, I work hard in practice and at the games. Don't lie. Don't lie. All right. Lie. Well, You're anyway, R.I.P. Eddie Van Halen. Um, he also nailed Valerie Bertinelli, and that was a, a coup back in the day as well. Let me tell you something. What was that show what? she was on? One day at a time. That's right. One day at a time. I remember that show with you, the guy that was the, the the fucking handyman that would always show up. Schneider with the white T-shirt on. Yeah. You know how I know that show, Mike. One day at a time. Yes, I remember it. I'm it was like a I white good it. times and shit. Yeah. That don't even make sense. A white good times. Yeah, because she was like well, the single yeah, mom. Hey, hey, and, we and... Can't, we, why can't we have some good times? Okay, if you want a white good times, go to the Smoky Mountains, all right? You read all those statistics Actually, when you did that. the Smoky Mountains. If you want the white good times, it's probably Roseanne. That's true. Mm, but, no. But but they didn't live in the projects, though. That's true, too. But yeah, that's, that, ain't, you know, that, ain't, that ain't white good times. But Harper, for, for our people, that's... That's a lot. Yeah. Okay. You know something? We can, um, he died of cancer, right, Doc? Oh, yeah, cancer, the big C. So I'm about to unite yeah, us. Yeah, throat cancer. We can disagree on things like politics and religion, but the one thing nobody disagrees on is cancer. Fuck cancer. And that's what I got to say about that, taking Eddie Van Halen. There we go. Yeah, when's that uh, cure coming? Fuck. We need that cure now. All of us have been affected. We need the vaccine, pal. The cancer vaccine. That would be you think they, Harper, you think they got it and they just won't release it because there's no money in it? 
I don't know. Are you, are you rich... gonna tell me they don't have a fucking cure for this shit, bro? Come on, dude. Some you rich capitalist they... would 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 become a twenty time over billionaire. I don't know, bro. It's like AIDS. They got a pill if you're HIV positive <laughs> that controls the HIV. So you're that close. Why don't you just find a fucking cure? If you're that, just keep going. Doc, you stumbled on something. They don't want a cure. They don't want a cure because if you're cured, they lose a fucking customer. They want to find a way to where you can you can live with it. Okay, Doctor Fauci, do do you get a (laughs) do you get a flu shot every year? I got one today. uh, uh, This year. Yeah, everybody better get poked. I'm scared. You should be. You're out on the front lines. You're you are an essential worker. Let me yes. put it out like this. This show is for entertainment purposes only. <laughs> oh, I do agree, Hopper. There's a lot of money in treatments and not cures. And I'm going to leave it at yeah, that before real. we go down that rabbit hole. I'm not saying anybody's hiding the cures of anything. Now, calm down. Don't work yourself Fuck into em. a shoot. Uh, we, y'all want to talk some, some wrestling now? Man, that's what I was born to do. All right, well, let's jump into it. We're talking June 3rd, 1989. Hey, I got a question. Saturday night on TBS. We're almost off the network. What are we going to do then? Well, what do you mean? That is a good question. Well, you don't have an answer answer on air. He knows what I've told him off air. I just want to know what the people are going to do. I know what I'm going to do. Okay. So. Y'all will be fine. I'll make, I'm going to make an announcement on Patreon about that. How's okay. that sound? That's fair. I like to put things behind paywalls. Wait, so we're going <laughs> to run out of fucking episodes? In like six well, weeks. I saw that. I, f- I thought it was just that fucking Harper, year. Harper was, like, Harper was like, good, this show's about over. I can fucking go back to fucking. Well, that having... fucking sucks. No, no, we got a plan, dude. And he's going to announce it. And I know what it is. And everything's uh-huh. going to be fine. This isn't yeah, like man. Smoky Mountain. We don't have a way out and for another 11 years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we haven't booked we'll Put it this way. Tim Morecci, you're a saint out there. If you're listening, I know you are. Uh, we're not booked into a corner here. We got, we're good to go. We are good to go. And it'll be easy. Hey, we're the Southern that. Wrestling Podcast of record. We're the best podcast alive that doesn't have ads. You think we're going to just do the job because it's not on the network shit bro we have we've had plenty of opportunities to shut this show down and and this is a minor thing compared to that this isn't even a thing this is not a thing right we're we're good and the best part about the episodes not on the network is we ain't got to worry about that network freezing no more hey do we get the original music Aha! Like your boy in uh, Coming to America. Aha! Aha! He kicked your loser's ass! Anyway, um, we're good to go, Harper. Don't worry, okay? I'm scared. I don't think he was never scared. Harper wasn't even quite sure what was going on. Yeah. He wasn't. He just was like, oh, man, this is it. I love the fact that Harper just noticed today there's only six episodes left. And he hasn't well, said anything. I saw it what the I hell thinking, are we okay, doing? Maybe it goes to like the next. I don't just. It, it just keeps going because there's some there's so much more. Harper saw that today and went, son of a bitch. 
Yeah. Meanwhile, you and I've been worried about it, and we've been worried about it and talking about it for about four months. Yeah, I think I told you about it months ago. Yeah, I was like, "Hey, bro, heads up, it's coming soon." But uh, we're good, man. We're squared away. So anyway, announcement coming on Patreon on that. So if you're a Patreon member, you'll hear that shortly. Maybe a week. Maybe you'll have heard it by now. Who knows? But anyway, let's get into Saturday Night on uh, TBS. Can you all see my screen? Yes, sir. All yeah. right. So this is a bit of a weird episode. I'll just say that off top. Um, it's It's strange. I'm going to say this now because he does it throughout. Michael Hayes is wearing me out with JR. Um, JR does tell us I hate you by the way I would have never ever been bothered by this episode If you hadn't said what you said last week about him Then I I, I can't All I do is focus on it Uh, On what? Just how uh, Like up in the mix Hayes is with everything Like he It's like he's on like uppers Or something I mean I ain't trying to Blaspheme anybody but Come on Cocaine? I didn't say that. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> That's an opera. I just he he just dude, he needed to be away from this microphone in this promotion. It is he ridiculous. To just take a breath. He need take a breath. Take it from um, somebody who knows. You can't get all your shit in every time. Well, he does this for a while, doesn't he? No, because um, I don't want to spoil something, but some stuff's going down where he's going to be out of the booth, I guess you can say. Yeah. He'll be like, he... yeah. Oh, Magnum doesn't come back. Oh, wait, did we already see Magnum? We saw Magnum in the color commentator role. Yeah, and that's it, right? Peace out. Um. I, don't, I think as far as Saturday night goes, I know he's I, I know he does he's still on other stuff. Okay. But this 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 guy, they don't they need somebody else. He's just it's like constant just over the top. I got a serious question here. Does Ron Simmons use relaxer? What do you mean? Well his hair's straight. <laughs> uh he's Probably got a perm. Okay. I'm real confused by the the brother man's hair. You've told me before. Yeah, I just don't right. understand. I, I just I, I it's not that I'm I'm not saying anything bad. It's just I don't understand it. It's different than my own. Hey, we can all be different out there. So I was just wondering what he does to get it to look different than kind of the, the I guess what you would say the afro look. He's a soul glow. I, I don't know what that is. That's Jerry Curl stuff. No, it's not Soul Glow Hopper. That would be Teddy Long. Let me from tell a, you something. From a coming oh, to America. Yes, we we know we we know Soul Glow. Ron Simmons does not have Soul Glow. Uh, they, they're talking about Ron Simmons right now, everybody, because Ranger Ross is taking on Ron Simmons and whatnot. So um, Teddy Long's back out there watching this match unfold as you know Ross kind of like dominates Simmons for a while in the beginning. Uh, Jim Ross makes a comment about Teddy Long. Um, if you recall, back in March, around that time, Jr. said Teddy Long was Ebony Magazine Man of the Year. And, well, now Jr. says Teddy will never be Man of the Year. So they're just goofing off and having fun out there. 
Um, JR's playing around is pretty good. Ross dominated Simmons until Teddy Long gave Simmons some kind of gimmick, and Simmons hits Ross with the gimmick to lay him out. And Ron Simmons wins by pin. But, um, God, Ranger Ross is just terrible. There's no other way to say it. I mean, Ranger um, Ross is running through him like it's Grenada, 1982. I agree, and but he's not good. <laughs> look at look at these punches. Just Come on, bro. I tell you he's one thing. Close. What else? What's that? He don't look as bad as the stuff we see now. Well, Doc, you got any comments, or are you not really watching at all now? I can't. I mean, by the stuff you see now, he's fucking Ric Flair. I I wouldn't know. Little Latrell hadn't been watching anything new recently? Not really. School's all up in that ass. Yeah, I've been trying to tell y'all that this this virtual school shit is no joke. For the birds, bro. For the birds. It's killing us, man. Does he play with the figures and all that? Um, No. His big thing is um, theme songs. What? Like, he desperately wants to come on this show with Hard Body Harper, which has me a little concerned, and <laughs> and have Mike play theme songs of current in the last 10 years, superstars and see how fast he can name them. Oh, and if he didn't freeze up when the red light comes on, I'm telling you, he's good at this. I mean, I ain't talking about, I ain't talking about like Randy Orton and undertaker. I mean, he goes deep. Like he has Tyson kids theme song in everybody's head this week. Bro, he get on this show. Hey, Hopper. My dad told me that you're talking about something called circle, circle, dot, dot. Can you explain yeah, right. that to me, please? Come on. Okay, I so I got a question. Off. I got Mom, a question. Hopper taught me about circle, circle, dot, dot. He said you basically spread them and you go circle, circle, dot, dot. Uh, uh, she like, what's that mean? <laughs> so why does... Ron Simmons need a foreign object to beat Ranger Ross. I was thinking the same thing. What the fuck does he need a foreign object to beat Ranger? I could see maybe if uh, Teddy maybe did something minor, pulled his leg or, you know, distracted him, something like that. I don't know, but Ranger Ross is like wearing him out this whole yeah. match. It's just. Because it's personal. I mm. guess because he screwed him last week, but still, yeah. uh, I don't know. I don't have nothing else from it. Ron ends up winning thanks to Teddy Long's help. That's all I got. Doc, you got anything more? This is the last we see of this, isn't it? Uh, yes. I believe so. Thank God. Yeah, Ranger Ross is just, ugh, good. But anyway, Hopper, you got anything from it? Anything else from it? Nah. By the way, there are not a lot of promos in this episode, which is very strange because it was an hour in 15 minutes. Um, without, there were, without there were multiple problems in that sentence and in this episode. We'll talk about that as we get to it. But I'm 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 in, in agreement with you. Okay. So after that, we go to the next match. No promo. Keep in mind. We got Ricky Santana. Wow, Gosh. he's back. Versus Joe him. Cruz. Yeah, remember him? Don't ask me where he went and whatnot because I really don't know. And I don't know if I care. But Ricky Santana is back versus Joe Cruz. And JR and Hayes are 
goofing off this entire match. Like, they don't give a good goddamn what's going on. And Santana wins with a flying burrito, which we haven't seen that in a while because Manny Fernandez has been gone forever. I, I got nothing else from this, Doc. The, this is like, what, what are we watching here? But, Doc, what do you have? Was that the worst chop you've ever that seen? That was the worst chop ever. That was like my mom doing it. <laughs> Let's go back and look at it for the people on Patreon. Look at this. What the hell was that? What? Two of them. You shouldn't have backed I, off. You should have punished him for that. Yeah, she said, fuck you, bro. These two. Um, the, Doc, uh, what else? I would imagine that Ricky Santana was either in Florida, if there was anything running, or back to Puerto Rico. I don't know. Oh, uh, send that message to Doc on Twitter. He'll get back. Uh, yeah, to that would be at CJ Hudat at you Circle can say Circle. All you want, I, I won't see it. At CircleCircle dot com. Yeah, <laughs> it'd be amazing. Somebody at one point had created a Hopper parody account, but they like you know like like most of the parodies they they post for two freaking days and then they disappear. So yeah. if you don't have commitment. Don't don't create a pa- create a parody account if you got commitment. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Doc? like the mullet of Morton. That guy ain't fucking around. <laughs> or the fake Mike Mills. Yeah, who's really Mike what? Mills? Eh, I remember when Mike. Thought, I remember when Mike thought I was the fake Mike. I think it might be you because he disappears. What are you trying to say? I'm just saying. So but, you don't see both of them in a room at the same time. It's like Prince Adam and He-Man. Yeah, see? So let's, I wonder if the booking meeting went, like, let's bring Ricky Santana back, give him a whole bunch of time, and still have nobody care about him. Pointless. That's all I'm saying. But I got a theory. We're eating up time on this episode. Not us, but them. Yeah. Let me Let me tell you what I was thinking as I watched this. There are five clashes this year, and there are five pay-per-views. Jesus Christ! Hold on. <laughs> Son of a- <laughs> what do you care? You're not going to be doing. I remember them anyway. being it once a year. I-, I don't remember them every fucking other Tuesday. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> Actually, there were four clashes a year generally, and ever since '88, there have been four pay-per-views. So my point is, though, and it doesn't sound like a lot, but it kind of is. When you got five pay-per-views in a year and you got five clashes you basically got a quote-unquote big show monthly that's also on top of the worldwide shows and all the other shows that are out there okay so my thought process as i watched this was and i hate to compare it to modern wrestling but i really kind of felt like this as i watched this rather just average at best episode was they're just just basically three yards in a cloud of dust for an entire episode and just kind of like barely moving the ball down the field. There's no excitement. There's not, not a ton going on. You can sink your teeth into. And that's what I thought. And just look at it. Ranger Ross and Ron Simmons have this, I don't want to say lengthy, but long enough match. Then you got Ricky Santana and Joe Cruz. Who's just a nothing happening match. And I get it. We've got an, this is going long. Yeah, well, we've got it. You know, we're not we're used to enhancement talent matches. That's not the point. It's just that usually, you know, you're used to an enhance, like you know a big name, and he squashes the guy in two three minutes at most. But you know, we just get these matches where it's just like two in a row. Okay, what are we doing here? So like, I just kind of felt like it was just eh, we're just we're just 
three yards in cloud of dust and we're eating up time and well we got a we got a clash coming up so we can't give too much away on tv this week and we already know the plans for the clash so let's just take our time and get there and you know we got another saturday night before the clash so yeah let's let's just let's just move slowly i guess what it felt like i mean look we doc we say it all the time do we call it like we see it right down the middle there you go. So that's my down the middle. Uh, Doc, your thoughts before we move to the next segment. I'll get Harper's thoughts on this. Like I said, he uh, nothing happened. He had he uh, well, he being Ricky had won the um, WWC light heavyweight championship down in Puerto Rico earlier this year in January. He dropped that strap on uh, April 2nd of that year in Aguadilla, Puerto Rico. And uh, I guess he got it so that he could get on over here and uh, bore us all to death. <laughs> I wonder. Um, Ariba, one of our one of our listeners in Puerto Rico, uh, Jesus, on a, in our Facebook group. Jesus, um, how big was Santana in WWC? He's he's a Puerto Rican wrestling fan, so he'd be able to tell us. I, I'm just curious because he ain't doing it for me here. But he does win, and that's that. Uh, Harper, you got any thoughts on this? No. Nothing. <laughs> this shit went too long, bro. Yeah, I know. It, it did go long. It did go long. All right. So then we go to the next video or oh, next segment. God, this a... guy sucks. Are you talking about what I'm about to throw to or this match? The fucking jobber. That oh, clothesline. Yeah, he's, he's not good. So the next thing we go to is the video package again of Flying Brian Pillman. They dub over the music again, um, and we've talked about dubbed over music before. But anyway, Doc, did you did you hear the segment on Corny Show that I told you about? I didn't get I didn't get that far. I ain't gonna lie to okay. you. Okay, I won't bring it up then this week. I think I heard it. You know what? I'm gonna bring it up because With I'll forget the baby. God, it's so great. This is something Harper would do. It's so fabulous. So as we're watching this Pillman uh, video package again, Doc, this won't ruin it for you. You'll laugh. So evidently, when Pillman got to the NWA WCW, um, you know, Doc, would you say Pillman's a good-looking dude? You know, nice physique? I'm a little worried about him in that helicopter because I'm, I'm still mourning the loss of Kobe. Yeah, but just saying, when you look at Pillman, you'd uh, say he's Harper, a... He's, I think Harper would fuck him, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Circle, circle, dot, dot. We got it. Anyway, can you be serious for a moment, please? But anyway, um, and we're watching Dick uh, that dude. That dude being a young guy and a new face, among other things, is going to have a fresh slate of ass. Snatch. Well... Wouldn't you know, he gets into the territory, and I guess after a few months there, I don't know how long, you know, he gets to know everybody. And him and Wallace Stanfield Lane, our favorite Midnight Express member, uh, him and Wallace Stanfield Lane, they start comparing notes and start talking about their accomplishments in the territory, you know? I mean, I'll let you do the math in your head. You can figure this stuff out. So anyway, Corny goes on to telling his story how Pillman is telling them about, you know, his expedition the night before that he explored right and he winds up at this young lady's house or apartment i don't remember which one it was i don't think it matters and 
And, you know, they start, things start getting heated and, you know, but, but he notices um, that in the corner of this young lady's room is a crib. And there's not an infant in the crib, but I guess a toddler, right, Hopper? I mean, what? But Corny said he didn't know how old the kid was, but old enough where the kid could stand up and hold on to the bars in the crib and look through and, you know, notice that some things were going on. Right, Hopper? Is that yeah. kind of sound about right? Yeah, baby. It's like, what are you doing to mama? So, so let's just assume this kid's like, two and a half in the crib right that's not too old to be in a crib i guess anyway two years old just say all right so the the crib is the the gate on or the, the i don't know the fence on the crib is is lifted up but anyway uh the kid pillman's got this this you know young lady kind of uh in the bent over position splayed and he's plowing some snatch right Come on. Pillman says he looks over at the crib and the kid is staring at him. So what does Pillman do? He looks at the kid and winks and keeps going to town. God. <laughs> That's terrible. That's awesome. No, <laughs> it's not. Uh-huh. So, so when you when you and Mrs. Circle Dot get together and have some babies, you'll realize no. what that's not. That ain't gonna happen. Why? I don't know. F- fucking babies. Papa Papa Harper. No. No. Fuck no. that. No. 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 I'm forty three years old. So that's okay. I was I was uh, forty one when we, the last one was born. Oh God. That is I. T- <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. I was like, God, you're just, that's not good. As these two are sending memes to us as we, uh, as we record. But anyway, Hopper, that's awesome that, that he winked at the kid and just kept yeah. plowing. That's nice. He should, have you ever, he should, have, he should throw a toy in there, like a fucking glow worm or something. Nerdos. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, good or bad. Is have you ever done anything like that? I mean, with this kid and winking at him. I mean, not with a kid in the fucking room. Just a turtle. Just a turtle, and the dogs sometimes. Well, don't you like banging some broad, busting her guts out, and her dogs looking at you like you're hurting them? Your dog like, shut up. Have you seen that meme <laughs> where where the ladies the ladies walking the dog and her dog is sniffing another dog's butt because you know that's how dogs greet each other and the lady's like cut that out that's nasty and then in the next strip of the meme it's it's some dude doing circle circle dot dot and the dog is looking like and she says I'm nasty. Mm. You never seen that mm. meme, Doc? Yeah. It's nice. All right. So anyway, Pillman winks at the guy. I just thought that was a great story. I felt like I actually visualized Hopper doing that mm. because it just seems like something uh, Hopper would do. Come on. Wink at some two-year-old as he's going to <laughs> Can you imagine the stories that Pillman and Stan Lane shared together? Can you imagine the women they shared together? 
Yes, but that's what I'm saying. The stories. Oh my God, that would that must have been ridiculous. But okay. All right. On with the show. Here we go to another match. No promo. Dick Murdoch defeats George South on the outside of the ring. Gary Hart and Bob Orton are out there. Hart and Orton join Hayes and JR on commentary. They joke about hanging Murdoch at the Russell War pay-per-view that Doc and I did. Covered that on Patreon, tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. And Hart talks about, this is dumb because this makes no sense as far as continuity as to what's coming. Hart talks about Spivey being on his team now. And of course, Muda. Yeah, I, I'm not going to say anything more because I'll spoil things and people will get mad. But Hart's talking about, you know, I guess owning Spivey services. But, yeah, I, I don't want to say anything else related to Spivey because Spivey isn't going to be managed by Hart. Not that far away. So, anyway. Doc, any thoughts on the match? Murdoch wins. Not a single one. No. Harper, no, too. Okay. I am not playing this promo. Teddy Long there's, with there's another room in the new. Huh? There's only three. Well, I was not counting this Teddy Long one. Um, Peanut heads out there, you'll know. That's what I'm talking nice, sweat asshole. Well, well, well. I'm sorry, but Cornette said that. Anyway, Teddy Long's out there. He throws it to another Norman video package. Oh, this God. is so dumb. I don't know what else we can say because we've already said how dumb it was. Uh, Hopper, Look you got any thoughts? <laughs> Look at this asshole. <laughs> With his neck beard just fucking bouncing up and down every time he talks. God, he's the most boring lunatic I've ever seen. Yeah, this is... This is... This is... A real problem. I'm just wondering, like, who... Look at this. This is like cable access shit. Yes. Who thought this would be a good idea and then say, yeah, let's let's fucking do that? This will draw money. Yeah. And I get it. Not everything's going to be Flair and Steamboat, but everything doesn't have to be this bullshit. I, I I like making excuses. It just froze on me. No, stop. Never Make mind. it stop, I like, Mike. Make it. Stop. I like making ex. I, I like sometimes making excuses for things and going. Yeah, you know what? Uh, sometimes you throw some stuff up against the wall and see if it sticks, and sometimes it doesn't. But anyway, this is just. I got nothing from it. I'm just tired of it. it, it it's it's dumb. Norman, the whole Norman thing is dumb. No other way to put it. Yeah, fuck that. It's garbage. Well, let's go. Thin. Let's go to a better segment. We're going to go to the top 10 here. Uh, remember last week they started doing the top 10 and this week. Yeah, they, they just did it again this week because it's the same 10. <laughs> well, if you're watching on YouTube, you can you can see it. I've got to post a clip of it. But was it the exact same? I never did a side by side, Doc. It's the same 10. OK, but, but same order. Yeah. OK, I, I, I didn't know. OK. I didn't like I said I didn't do a side by side. I guess you you memorized it completely. That's exactly what happened. Okay, fair enough. Keeping it moving. Like I said, not many promos this week. Ricky Steamboat takes on Trent Knight. We are not at center stage for this one. So the previous matches were at center stage. I didn't look up where we're at, but we're definitely not at center stage. We're in some arena out there. Um 
Doc, any thoughts on Steamboat defeating Trent Knight? I don't really have much from it. I mean, it was what it needed to be, I guess. Steamboat is over, man. He's still over. That's important to note. I agree. Hey, so here's a question I have, because you know we don't have a lot of other things to talk about. Why couldn't they get Trent Knight on the gas and make him a, a, a Magnum TA Part 2? Yeah, he doesn't look that bad. If I wouldn't have made just, him... Go ahead. If he just had a little bit more bulk, I'm not talking about Road Warrior time. He just needed a little bit so that he didn't look like he was at his day job. He's Aubrey, the biggest you know what his problem is? To shoot. Uh, he's got skinny legs. His, his his upper body's fine, but his legs are like... He's got skinny, skinny what? Legs. Legs. You say that word weird. Say it. Hopper, do you do you agree? Oh, oh you fuck. He just fucked up. Yeah, he's probably stuck it. Now I'm going to do it right. He did it again. He, he fixed his mistake. Uh, Doc, I agree with you. He should. They they could have did something with him. Um, I wouldn't have made him like Magnum because you already had a Magnum. So I probably would have. No, you didn't. Try to change his look a little. Yeah, you already have Magnum. You don't want to make a. That's the problem with him right here. He looks like a knockoff Magnum. So I wouldn't. I wouldn't have him go that route. Magnum PI is done. I mean, it's eighty nine at this point. Just, just. Oh yeah. Do do something else with him. You don't want to. You don't want to make him cut a mag, his hair. Another Magnum. Yeah, cut his hair. I mean, he's got a. He's got. He, yeah, maybe get a cycle or two, but I would have wore long tights because he's got those skinny legs, you buffoon. But yeah, he's he's all right. I mean, he's not bad in the ring. He's not horrible. Probably could have did something with him more, but you know it happens. Steamboat wins. Harper, any other thoughts? No, good for Steamboat. So we go to commercial and we are shown an ad for the next Clash of the Champions, which is Clash number seven. It's called Jesus. Guts and Glory. Um, that's not seven this year. That's just seven, seven, you know. Yeah, but still. Overall. They haven't been doing it for seven years. Again, what do you care? You're not having to do them. So what? (laughs) The Clash airs on June 14th. It fucking waters it down. It sure does. Every fucking half an hour, and you got a a Clash of the Champions. You don't have to tell me. I'm the one that's got to come up with two hours worth of content for this horse shit. They, um... I don't like that they did. I know it sounds like, well, it's only one more than normal. I don't like that they did five and 89. I like, I didn't mind four a year because here's the thing. At this point in time, I wasn't seeing a goddamn pay-per-view live anyway. So to me, the freaking clash was something to look at quarterly, you know, once every uh, three months, I got a clash. I mean, I wasn't seeing the pay-per-view. So I was fine when they did four, but five, you got five clashes in 89. You got five pay-per-views. One of the pay-per-views is the drizzling shits, the, the freaking, I hate to tell it, spoil it for people, but to me, Starcade's dumb this year, but we'll get there eventually. Um, anyway, long story short, Steamboat wins. We've got a clash coming up, and that'll be on our Patreon feed. All right, Doc, we keep moving. We get a replay of the Road Warriors and SST, and then a replay of the Warriors versus the Freebirds, where the Warriors lost due to being counted out when the SST interfered. And then we get a third replay from the match where both teams were counted out. So we got three replays back to back like i said they're just um moving right along with the ball uh three yards in a cloud of dust doc your thoughts none you don't have none did it make you mad seeing all those replays no i like i like wrestling you are so full of it (laughs) yeah bro we saw this yeah i i again 
Yeah, but it, it's like like why they showing this again? Eating up time, bro. Eating up Bruh. time. They're and on that note, the, the Braves got a rain delay, and Ted called over and said, "Hey, we need extra footage." <laughs> Let's go to the first promo of the episode. If you take away Norman the Lunatic, which we didn't play, the Road Warriors. Here they are. Come on, Squad Team! You get in now! You kicked off the Warriors! And what happened to all the other guys that kicked off the Warriors? They put their tail between their legs and they went running! Yeah, you're too big! Three and a pound guy! Yeah, but one thing you forget, this is your world! And we don't like living in it, but we gotta live in it! Now we're gonna do our best to get you guys in the ring and shove our fist right down your throat and you ain't gonna like the way either my brother or myself take i guarantee you tell him hawk you know what i like paul i like somebody who can give us a fight i like somebody who can take a punch and get up again so i can knock him down again what i like is the sst because they can do that but you know the difference between a winner and a loser is Winners get up one more time than losers. SST will be the winners. You'll be the losers. And SST will stand for super sorry twits when we get done with you. Tell them, Paul. You know, SST. Oh, no. Um, Doc, meat and potatoes, but you got anything to add? I mean, they're, they're, they, they're still in the, in the sweet spot of being intense, being scary, ready to whoop ass. That's about it. Yeah, I'll take it. Yeah. Shit, if we're not going to cut that many promos, I guess I'll take that one. <laughs> you take what you can get, bro. I felt the same way. I was like, well, it's meat and potatoes. Um, speaking of meat and potatoes, Scott Steiner is going to defeat Trent Knight again, who is out here what a second time. What the fuck? Although... Hey. Son of a bitch! <laughs> Although, at least put a mask on him. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, remember, the clip we saw with Steamboat was not at center field. Mm, what's up, girl? Jeez. Uh, Look Lord. at that, Mike. Y'all like Missy there is what y'all saying? Oh, I was yeah. talking about Scott Steiner. Get the fuck up. Okay. Oh, look, he's wearing underwear. Missy, <laughs> mm, <laughs> y'all. Look, look at mm, God. Mm-hmm. All the way live. Look at that. All the way bodacious. Mm-hmm. So, y'all let me know when y'all ready to continue. Cause y'all uh, ready to... Hold on. Just give me a couple yeah, seconds. Hold on. Hold on. Almost there. Shut up, to... shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Almost there. <laughs> Do y'all... y'all need me to pause it while y'all finish? Damn, bro. Jesus. Y'all are pathetic. Mm. All right. So, Scott Steiner is going to defeat Trent Knight. Um, Rick Steiner stops and talks to his friend that's on the outside. We'll find out more of that as the weeks come. Steiner wins with a belly-to-belly. Got nothing from it. Hopper, anything else from you? Of course, Missy. Eddie Gilbert's still on that cruise. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's Eddie's nice. On a cruise. That's really nice. Eat fucking overpriced fucking shitty chicken and paying 20 bucks for a mix for a fucking mixed drink guy fieri's flavor town hamburgers that's why yeah. you gotta get that's why you gotta get the pack the 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 drink package Doc, yeah you can tell right there who that is now right is oh that God, uh, don't say it hopper yes that's who you're thinking it is she's cute 
I'm thinking bad things about the dead, just, Mike. Just you should, wait. Oh, come on. Just wait a few weeks, or not a few weeks. It's probably another month or so before she ends up, um, yeah, showing you who she really is. And she's whoo. got a pretty smile. Man, what a what a beautiful woman. That's all I'm gonna say. Keeping it moving. All right. So Scott defeats Trent Knight. Uh, Hopper, anything else? No. The Samoan SWAT team. Knight. What'd you say? I saw Trent Knight. Yeah, we did. The Samoan SWAT team, as Missy's back mm. on the camera, and Hopper's getting his second one in right here. God damn. It feels so dirty. <laughs> Y'all are... Y'all need to grow up, man. Y'all are like no. William Bozard and Stephen Javorski. Grow up. I can't help it. I see that. Jesus. The Samoan SWAT team is going to come out in the next match. They defeat Deke Rivers and Joe Kazana. Yeah, Joe Kazana. Uh, after, we got to talk about one thing related to this match. Deke after Rivers. The, that was the name. What do you want me to say? This asshole looks like the fucking. He's terrible looking, man. He looks like Elvis, but like an Elvis. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, he looks like a honky tonk man after a binge <laughs> at the, a Vegas buffet. Yeah. I'll take some of the yellow. <laughs> <laughs> This um, guy's a fucking sack of shit. Yeah, God. <laughs> Look at this fucking dude. Bro, there's nothing I hate more than Elvis. And John Wayne. And John Wayne. Just dude. Oh. He just kicked the piss out of him. Watch this kick. Watch. <laughs> it was like his neck was rubber. His he just hit him so hard. You like Elvis? Ah. I I don't hate Elvis. I don't. I've never downloaded those, an, an Elvis song in my life. You wait, wait, what? I never downloaded an Elvis song in my life. Okay. You ever watch those old movies? No. Okay. Those surfer movies and shit he did. He did some war movies too, I think. Yeah, yeah. like Elvis in the Army and some shit. Yeah, it's all terrible. Yeah. What do you think about Elvis, Mike? I think just like you hate John Wayne because Daddy Doc loved him some John Wayne bullshit, I think you hate Elvis because of Daddy Doc. No. No, oh, okay. Not really. I don't have no. an I don't have an opinion one way or another. I mean, mm. that was before my time. Remember when yeah, people no. kept saying he was alive and they and they saw him pumping gas at a Shell station and like in in like fucking Tippy Arizona and shit. Maybe that's yes. who Christopher saw when he decided to go ahead and whack Adriana. Oh. Going back to this match, the Samoan SWAT team win, and Jim Hurd decided to tell the Samoans to attack these poor saps with pineapples. <laughs> right. Because after the pin, when whatever Samoan SWAT team member hits the, the splash, uh, here comes the pineapple, and Deke Rivers gets a pineapple. <laughs> plastered over his head and exploded and then he Doc, ate it would you want to eat a pineapple i don't like pineapple i'm not a pineapple what guy. i eat pineapple. I like pineapple pineapple's delicious yeah it's Good a for it's you. an apple with pines with pines 
I don't like pineapple. I don't know what else you want me to say, Doc. Oh, come on. Not a fan. Not a fan. Not a fan. Sorry. You don't, I don't know what to tell you. You ever trade the pineapple big shot? I've had the pineapple big shot before, but but never I'm not a pineapple fan. Like it's one thing to drink the big shot pineapple. Google big shot if you're one of our international viewers or listeners or if you're not in the south. Um Google big shot. It's a soda. Big shot pineapple's all right. But I mean, I used to like the red big shot more than anything. The yeah. red. What flavor is that? <laughs> The strawberry, huh? I said red on purpose because I knew you would take the bait, you dumbass. Look. Don't look me nothing. Okay. Let's keep going. All right. We'll keep it moving. We got Terry Funk. We finally get a, a, a promo uh, worth something. Let's go to Terry Funk. Remember last week he said that Ric Flair would be here. You remember that, Doc? I do. All right. Well, let's let's see. Ric Flair's here. Let's have let's bring him out. But let's hear from Terry Funk first. Here it is. I'll share with you. As we said earlier in the program, Terry Funk, and last week made the comment that he would have Nature Boy Ric Flair here with us tonight. And we, if that is true, we certainly look forward to seeing the Nature Boy back here in uh, center stage here at Superstation TBS. Here comes Terry Funk now. All right. Somewhat Larry, a little dubious of this situation. Where is he? Well, he's here. Ric Flair is here tonight. And I want to tell you people that we should bring him out tonight because he had enough intestinal fortitude to come out here. I'm very proud of him. Let's go ahead and bring Ric Flair down. Yeah. All right. Well, there's the uh, music. That's not Rick. This is ridiculous. I sure that's Rick Flair. Get over here, Flair. Get over here. Get over here. All right, let's hear the Rick Flair scream one time. Whoa. <laughs> that sounded like a woman. Let's hear a Rick Flair scream like a man. Whoa. I guess you just don't have it anymore, Ric Flair. I know your injury's bad, but it's not as bad as you say it is. Is it, Ric Flair? No. It's because you are ill in another way. How are you ill? You have a bad stomach, don't you? Yes. What it is, is you have lost your guts. And Ric Flair also has a bad back. Take off the robe and show them your back. Wait a minute, wait a minute. My, what two weeks of hiding in a closet does to a person. My, doesn't Ric Flair look... Now... Go ahead and get that robe off. Get it off now and show them what's wrong with your back. Now turn around. Oh, Ric Flair has a yellow streak down his back. This is ridiculous. 
This is embarrassing, Terry. You're talking about the world champion of the NWA. Hey, I want to tell you kids something. Don't believe in Santa Claus. And remember, Old Yeller ain't no dog. There is Old Yeller. It's Ric Flair without a gut in the world. But... Hey, hey, hey! I've been standing back there long enough listening to your stuff. And let me tell you something. I got a cold chill going right up my spine, and it makes me sick. I felt like that maybe one other time in my whole life, pal. Let me tell you something else. I think you're the one that's yellow. And guess what else? You're embarrassing me. You're embarrassing those people. And you're embarrassing the nature boy. And you ain't got no you-know-what. I'm ready. Uh-oh, it's going to break loose. Funk embarrassed the entire NWA. And Steve could not stand that. He loves these fans of the NWA. And Funk, knocking Sting off the apron. And finally, the singer rolls in. Oh, what a volatile situation this is. And a boom! Big time! And another one! Oh, what velocity! All right, Doc, so this thing goes on, and Sting comes out, and eventually all the enhancement talent are going to hit the ring to break up this brawl between Sting and Funk. Doc, your thoughts on this? Man, there's a lot to unpack here. The line that got me was when he said, don't believe in Santa Claus. That's some scandalous heel shit right there. Yeah, because, <laughs> because you know there's kids watching. <laughs> yeah, especially if we're going to be having Sting come out there. Right. Who do you think the flair was? That's what I was wondering. Who is that? I thought I wanted the same thing. I don't know who that is, though. Okay, well, CJ Houdat at circle.com. Uh, okay. If you know the answer. Also, um, just they misspelled his name, but it's hard to tell when they misspell their names if they're really trying to or not. I mean, I know they were. Oh, but... because they misspelled Flair's name. Yeah. The the fake flare. It was R I C K F L A I R E. Which, by the way, Funk. Whatever they bleeped out on Funk, that's not just the network. The original broadcast that I have of it, it's also bleeped out or silenced. I don't know. I don't know what he said though. I, I was wondering. Yeah, what did he call him? I don't know. I couldn't read his lips, and it's it's not on the original broadcast either. So whatever it was, TBS didn't want it said. Okay, what else? Hey. What else? Uh, hold on, no, no. Let, let's finish Funk Talk before we go to Sullivan. But in all honesty, he was great there. And he was out there berating the champ and just causing a spectacle and directing traffic. I, I don't get why Sting's out, but I, I'll let y'all talk about that. Harper, what'd you think? I think this was the best that we heard from Sting. It wasn't him just doing this whole hollering and, and being a... F- you know, a fucking dumbass. <laughs> yeah, he was being re- he was he he was good he, here. I mean, mm-hmm. he yeah, got the he point across. Out. Yeah, he came out, and I mean, because even when he was doing that thing with the sheik, he still was kind of being silly. Um, he got his point across, and him and Funk. I tell you what, the crowd was going nuts when he was in the <clears> ring with Funk, and when Funk powdered out because Sting had him real, and Funk was like, Shh, "I'm out of here, man. I can't handle this, dude." 
I thought Sting was really good here. I thought he was. I thought he was effective. He came out. I guess the whole point is, you know, he's like, look, dude, why are you sitting there making fun? You know Flair is injured. You, you're going to be a jackass? Look, I'm going to be a tough guy. I'm going to come out and tell you about yourself, man. It's easy for you to sit there make fun of this guy. You basically snuck him when you got the better better of him at the pay-per-view. And now you're out here the last few weeks just talking stupid. Nah, man, I, I ain't having that. The dude's a champ. Show him some respect. You know, and the only reason you're flapping your gums is because you know he's not here. You know he's in the hospital or he's at home recovering. So I thought Sting was fine coming out there and, I guess, defending Flair. I mean, they haven't, well, they had that one match, Doc. I mean, they haven't had like a, those two haven't had like a ton of bad blood. So it's not like he broke Eddie's nose and Eddie's out there next week talking about how great of a guy he is. Um, Yeah. uh, Any other thoughts, Doc or Harper? Well, if Harper's not going to be there, we're building to we're building to something. We'll have to see what it looks like. We're we're building to something, and yeah, and I yeah, we're building to something. I'll leave it at that. Uh, Funk gets my Rolex. Let me just put that out there right now because <laughs> there's not much else to choose from. All right, we keep the show moving. Kevin Sullivan is in a matchup next, and he's going to take on Tom Pittner. Who, boy, it's a skinny fella. Uh, Sullivan goes into the crowd and scares the crap out of that fan that Rick Steiner was um, pitching woo at. And let's just leave it at that. Um, yeah, Sullivan's out there uh, intimidating a poor poor young lady. Anyway, um, they spent way too Let me tell you the problem with uh, the fan in the crowd that Sullivan keeps going after. Even during the match, I felt, the, I felt JR and... Hayes spent spent way too much time talking about it. Like it made it obvious that it was a plant. What was the thinking going on in the late that? Well, I don't know if it was a lady, that thing next to her that keeps just staring at her. Like you just saw it on the camera there. There had to be some, I don't know. I don't know. You think she was kind of, she was touched on the spectrum. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. This is too much. It's corny, and not the good kind of corny that we normally listen to. Yeah, they keep focusing on the fan. It's like it's just because of the focus over and over again. It's just obvious that okay, this isn't a fan. This is this is somebody that's a plant. Like, look, yeah, they're going to it again. Gonna, I mean, this is fifth time. Okay, she gonna fix her sign, and she's shaking and. You know, here's the other thing. She's been in the same damn spot now for weeks. <laughs> I don't know, it's just too obvious, you know? I don't know. I'll leave it at that. Now, I ain't complaining because when we find out who it is and, oof, oh, my Lord, my Lord. Okay. There's Sullivan being reckless again. <laughs> he just dropped those steps on that poor sap. Oh. Uh, Sullivan beats Pittner, though. Doc, any other thoughts on the match? No, I can't say that I do. All right. Well, Doc, uh, what do you think about this next segment? We're going to go to a video package of um, Scott Hall. Hmm. Who? Scott Hall. Hmm. Trying to get get to it. Um, Doc, just tell me your thoughts. What do you think about this video package? When you want to show the guy's face, 
Are you talking about Scott Hall? Uh-huh. Sure. Seems like a mess there. Got a real good look at that gator. And the backside of St- Scott Hall stumbling around on the ba- banks of a creek drunk, but no, <laughs> no real picture of him. What the fuck was that? Scott Hall stumbling on a creek bed. He looks, really? he's stumbling, what? He's stumbling around there. Fucking alligators. I guess. I don't think he's stumbling, Doc, but. I'll tell you what, he's got some, he's got a sack on him playing around with them gators, man. Man, that ain't that nothing to, to joke water. with. That ain't nothing to joke with. That ain't nothing to joke with. I ain't getting that close, I'll tell you that much. Look at that. Hell no. Nah, bruh. Yeah, but, but we ba- a... we put a big rubber band around his mouth. I don't give a shit. <laughs> um, Doc, the original music because you know they dubbed over uh, uh-huh. whatever you just saw on the network. The original music that played right there was the Molly... uh, spy hunter spy hunter theme. Oh God, what the fuck did I had that that had to do with, with spy hunter? They should have Molly Hatchet. <sighs> what are we He's doing just... here? Yeah, that they had nothing to do with Spy Hunter. I I don't know what I don't know what to make of the video package because he's chasing gators. I just like they don't know. I don't even want to laugh at it. It's not even funny. It's like, well, what are we never Doesn't make sense. Yeah. And it was twenty seconds, thirty seconds. So anyway. The great Muda, he then defeats Steve Casey in the next match. Uh, Muda obviously wins. Um, he he looks like he's about to do a moonsault, but then Muda backflips and lands with his knees in Casey's ribs. It's an incredible move. I wouldn't want to take that, but God dang, here it comes. Doc, what did you think of this? I thought the thing that stayed in my head throughout this match was something Harper said last week, which was there's no wasted motion. Yes, he wins quickly, too. Everything he's doing. Now, this is not their first rodeo here. As he's beaten Steve Casey. Remember, he's misted Steve Casey at the bell um, at one of those clashes, I think. It's a clash. Yeah, he did. It was one of the clashes. Yeah. Dude, he lands with his shin in his chest and ribs. That's okay. Hopper, do you have any thoughts on that? That looks fucking great, huh? Ugh. Well, you said it. No wasted movements or motions. Everything he does makes sense. Everything he does pulls you in. You know we joke, but everything is airtight with him, brother. Yeah. Everything's airtight, brother. All right. So we keep going. We appear to about to have a match, a tag match, where Bob Orton and Butch Reed will tag with each other. I I think Harper's drowsy. I am. He just yawned. We're trying. (laughs) But uh, Bob Orton ends up not being in this match because Dick Murdoch attacks Orton. You remember, they got some bad blood because Orton hung Murdoch at the the pay-per-view. They they brawl to the back. Teddy Long comes out and tells Reed he'll get him another partner. When we come back from commercial, Teddy Long did Butch Reed the honor of going to get him the Raider to be his tag partner Ugh. versus the Midnight Express. Teddy Long went and got 
the Raider. Doc, the Raider. Um, <laughs> the Raider. <laughs> Butch Reed would be better off just doing this alone. Yeah, why? I got a question. Where's Hero Matsuda? Oh, yeah, I forgot about him. <laughs> Send your responses to at CJHHudat in at BTT Doc on Twitter. <laughs> that made Teddy Long look. Teddy Long's the worst manager of all time. He's got Norman right. the Lunatic and the Raider. Oh, God. Right, right, right now. Teddy Long is a future Hall of Famer, but right now it's like, what the hell? He's got Norman, and he went and got the Raider for Butch Reed. Who's yeah, going to get next, it. Big Bob Colley? Come on. Can I get 6640? 6640. Sure, let me go to it. Nice little move here. 6640. Harper is disgusted with the Raider. Yeah, it's just a fucking Raider. Here it comes, Doc. Yeah, slick Stanfield right there. Give me the wiggle. Come on. Uh, Wallace, we can't have you doing the wiggle on TV anymore. Can you imagine Stan right before he's about to get some snatch and he's in the room and he goes, let me show you something, baby. And he hits the wiggle right before he jumps in. First of all, he does that kick into the air and then breaks into a wiggle. Hopper, you ought to start doing that right before. Yeah, I'll start breaking boards. <laughs> I thought you just broke headboards. Oh. Hit you a wiggle right before, Hopper, and see what she says. <laughs> Butch Reed went from having Bob Orton Jr. to having the Raider. Yeah. You think someone canceled? For real? Well, he was out there. I I don't know. I don't think so. I just I I don't I can't explain it. I don't know what they were thinking here. That's a question for a corny drive through because I bet you corny remembers this. Because but I would say like, why in the tag tournament would the Midnight Express about to face Butch Reed and Bob Orton? Why? I mean, I understand D- uh, Murdoch coming out and attacking Orton. That all lines up. Continuity. Wouldn't you agree, Doc? It makes He'd sense. be better off fighting alone than to bring the Raider out. Yeah, yes. so that's what I'm saying. Murdoch attacking him makes sense. But Teddy Long going to get the Raider is it's just like, what are we doing? Foolishness. <laughs> um, real quick note. Uh, Cornette on the microphone before the match, he calls Teddy Long peanut head. So that's why I said peanut head earlier. The crowd then gets a peanut head chant going. And let me tell you something. For months, you're going to hear the crowd say peanut head. Um, just like you heard ball-headed geek for forever, for months, they're going to say peanut head. They won't say it as long as they say ball-headed geek, but they're going to say it forever. Anyway, um, the winner of this match will meet the SST in the semifinals of the tag title tournament at the next clash. And Hayes also mentions everyone is wondering who the new Freebird member will be. So stay tuned to find out who that will be. The there Raider. Go. It won't be the Raider. 
The Midnight do end up winning when they hit the Raider with a double flapjack and Eaton pins the Raider. I got nothing else from it, Doc, to you. This should have been the main event. Uh, it wouldn't have been much of a main, but it would have been better than what's next. That's for damn sure. Harper, you got any thoughts before we go to the last match? No. Fuck the Raider. <laughs> <laughs> I like when Harper gets pissed. He gets legit hot and mad. I mean, they even, I mean, what about fucking Jack Victory? What the fuck's he doing? <laughs> Getting fatter. That's, come on. This is one of those situations where if they would have bought out Jack Victory, we, we probably would have complained. And this is one of those situations where it's like, man, they can always do worse. And you're like, yeah, really? What do you mean? Well, they brought out the Raider. The Raider. The freaking Raider. So Midnight will take on the SST at the next clash in a semifinal match for the tag team titles. There you have it. So then, again, no more promos. We go to the next and last match of the show. The Dynamic Dudes defeat Cougar J and Bob Emery. JR speculates about Ric Flair possibly returning next week, but he doesn't know. And the Dudes win, and we're out of time. And this... Doc, we're this episode. I don't even know where to begin on how to rank it. Your thoughts? Uh, it, it's all everybody's in the building. Everybody's on the bus, but the bus won't start. Man, it's like a mixtape of fucking wrestling. It is. There's no. There's there's no there's, rhyme or reason. There's no rhyme or reason. And everybody who's worth the shit, this bullshit. This bullshit being the dynamic dudes, is that what you mean? Yes. This the choreographed. Gone. This is the fucking warrant of wrestling. All their moves are choreographed. Oh, come on. What a down boys go. 17. 17. That's winger. Dumbass. Oh, my bad. <laughs> Think about that song for a second, though. She's only what? 17. Daddy says she's too young, but she's old enough for me. God. Oh, shit. Is that not the wrestler, pro wrestler's pro anthem of rat banging? I don't know, man. I mean, I never knew dudes that were just like. Really? Looking, looking for. Underage. Yeah. You never did. A, you never did a six-man tag with Buck Zumoff and Bob Sweet Tan. No, I'm talking about guys that I knew. I mean, you're talking about. Oh. I mean, now, I mean, obviously, the Grizzly Smiths of the world, seventeen, may have been too old for those sick-minded oh. idiots and criminals. I Can said you... this before. Go defecate on his grave, and if wow. you are mad and offended that I got something bad to say about Grizzly Smith, then you can freaking blow me. So, scum, trash, human being. So, I'm just confused. I guess. What's that about? What's how do you get a? How do you write a song called "She's Only 17 and be like, "Yeah, bro," and hit the? RPG I know. It's true, Hopper. How do you how do you think that's all right? Well, it was a different time. It wasn't really? that different. Yeah, well, it was 30s 
fucking years ago. So what? Well, I mean, yeah, I guess that's true. That's not long enough ago to be okay. I mean, in a Kiss song, and the and fucking Domino is is she ain't even old enough to vote. God, and he's like fifty. Yeah. I don't know what y'all talking about with that one. It was off uh, Kiss. Oh, what's the name of that? The the record that Fritz Re- likes. The Revenge. Revenge. Yeah, that was a great record. But yeah, that, that I didn't like that song, Domino. I like it live on on a Kiss Alive Three album. There's a Kiss Alive Three. Yeah, when it goes every time I see that bitch bend over, I forget my name. <laughs> yeah, that's good stuff. Yeah. Uh, let's see when Revenge came out. That full, one, two. 91, if it was 91, Gene Simmons was 42 years old. Well, that's not bad. You know, I'm 43. Well, God, she ain't even you she be down at, old enough to vote. Fuck. You what a be, fucking asshole. You could be down at Meisler trying to pick up. Come on, dog. Hey, girl. I'm old enough to buy you beer. <laughs> notice, how, notice how far Mike is laid out of this. He ain't even doing this stupid <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I just well there's a lot of things we joke about on this show right but i think we, we we've come together and, and tonight is an important milestone we all everybody hates cancer and everybody hates sexual activity that's directed at young people and if you listening to this and that's your thing no you are a piece of crap yeah i like full, um, i like full-grown women man yeah. For real, man. 39 years old with some thick thighs and some big titties. What's wrong with that? <laughs> <laughs> By the way, um, you know, your friend Fritz, um, I'm not sure what happened. It's been a couple weeks, but his Twitter, I guess, got suspended. Uh-oh. Um, Uh-oh. I don't, I don't know what the situation is, but he is on Twitter. He's he's now Malky Incognito, and he's his <laughs> ad is... His at is at not a, not spam or bot. Um, by the way, he and I were were on, going on Twitter last night, and I was uh I had sent him a bunch of Led Zeppelin stuff that I was digging, you know, because well, I wait to, a minute, yeah, I know some Zeppelin. Zeppelin's Cashmere, awesome. Cashmere, Stairway yeah. to Heaven. Stairway to Heaven's not that great. Yeah, it is. I love I love Cashmere. Oh, that's a good song. Good stuff. Yeah. What's what's that on? Is it is it Black Dog? That's a good song. Yeah, that's yeah, a good that's song. A good too. Yeah, that's some good stuff. Some good uh, Led Zeppelin. Some good uh, good shit, pal. All right, uh, Doc. We need to rate this thing and and take care of some business before we do so. I want to remind everyone: please use our Amazon Associates link. It is tinyurl.com/bttamazon. Great way to support this show. Show gets a little kickback in return when you use that link. Again, it's tinyurl.com slash bttamazon. Uh, and again, if you're not a patron and you want the upcoming clash, join our Patreon at tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. Remember, there is now the annual membership option where when you sign up annually, you will save 10%. tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. Okay, Doc, um, you're going to go first. What are you rating this thing? C plus. Oh God. Shit, you better than me. I know, huh? 
I was thinking C. Yeah. Like for real, for real. Being, and that's kind of being nice. You, yeah. I mean, you agree, Hopper? C? Yeah. I mean, what would make you not rate it lower, Doc? Let me just ask that. What you're looking at right here. Funk. I was I kept waiting for Sting to get shot on by Funk. All right. Fair enough. So I'm going with a C. You're going with a C plus. Hopper's going with a C as well. We need to do the Rolex. Um, I mean, I think I said it. I'm giving mine to Funk. Who are you giving yours to, Doc? T-Funk. Hopper? I guess Terry Funk. Fuck it. So let me ask a question to both of you then. Why? Okay. Before we get out of here. Sure. Do I had said earlier that I felt like they were just three yards in a cloud of dust and trying to just run the clock out in this episode. Did y'all get the? Did, what was your impression, Doc, as you watched this? I get the feeling that this is like a chicken running around with its head cut off, and they don't know what the fuck they're doing. First of all, you had two matches in a row that had the same guy in them. Mm. You have never seen that ever anywhere. Never have you seen that. Where else have you seen that? Really, like, seriously, think about it. Of all the times you watch World Class as a kid in Mid-South, WWF, WCW, ECW, you have never seen that before. It was like they just hit play, just played a bunch of random-ass fucking matches. I don't know. I give them a pass because that Steamboat match was in one of the arenas and buildings and not at center stage. It was like they threw it in there. I felt like they threw that particular match in to make up some time. And you got Steamboat on the clash, so we hadn't really seen him in a while. So it just, it just so happened that it was against Trent Knight. I agree with you, Hopper. Maybe they could have found another one. I just the whole program like again, again they just they were running the clock out man i guess they felt like they had a 30 point lead docking as the third quarter and they're like all right well three yards cloud of dust we'll we'll get a first down each time i don't know it's, it's the best way i can put it but. nothing has any flow to it yeah. and everything everything even this with sullivan that you had back on everything seems a little watered down except for funk Who's just out there talking to you know talking about jackasses and being one? I agree. All right. Well, on that note, uh, that is the ratings and the Rolexes. Uh, before we get out of here, I want to mention a couple things. First off, check out the Bottom Line Cast with Mike Pru and JV. They do our ECW show on our Patreon feed, but they also do the Bottom Line Cast, which is on the career of Stone Cold Steve Austin. So check them out. Hey, Mike. And go listen to them. What year are they up to yet? ECW? Yeah, yeah. They're in 94, but they're not in... Um, They are not... They're not, they're not at the end of it. If I'm, you know, they said they wanted me to come on at some point, so I just yeah, I can't. Well, didn't you... I, I I can't do it until it gets good. So yeah. Well, what is your definition of get good? Not early '94. All right, I'm looking it up right now. If you hear, uh... and that window's going to be real small because they weren't that good that long either. Actually, just, um. Like, what they're in july of 94 so they're getting close uh -oh. to... well you might have to uh 
Tell them to ringy dingy dingy me. I come on and save their show. Yeah. <laughs> They're getting close to uh, August of 94, which we all know what happens then. But uh, check them out. The ECW show, again, is on our Patreon feed, but they do a show on the career of Stone Cold Steve Austin called The Bottom Line Cast. And check out our Vantage Point, the Retro Wrestling Podcast, with Joe Murata and Michael Quinn, the northern version of BTT. Slightly classier, a little bit more professional, but still fun nonetheless. Those shows support us, so please support them. And Doc, on that note, you got anything before we get out of here? Not a damn thing. This episode, man. Hopefully y'all enjoyed the Pillman story, because that was great. We tried to bring some life to this thing. How's the one next week? I, I, I don't know. It's not next week. Fuck. I believe we have a short one again next week. Oh, yeah, baby. But I haven't watched it in like 30 years, so uh, short one, you know, like Doc's uh, little friend, short. Like his penis. What? (laughs) Doc. (laughs) Next time you're plowing, look at the crib and wink. (laughs) I don't have a crib, sir. Yeah. I'm not a dirt bag. (laughs) Pillman is so wrong for that. Well, he did. Do you did. think he made that story up, or you think that's real? No, fuck no, they didn't make that up. How many wrestlers do you know, both of you, that would do something similar? I mean, I know just people. I know, like, <laughs> fucking me. When I was in my 20s, I wouldn't fucking... I would just throw a fucking sheet over the kid's head. <laughs> what did you I just would... say? I wouldn't have gave a fuck, dude. Back in my 20s, probably. Like, all right. Take some you notes. You went what over the kid's head? I just like to, like, like you know, threw the sheet over his head or something. <laughs> Once again, <laughs> are you always stay on till the end. I felt like, he, like remember he used to have those little uh, plastic uh, uh, bags of farm animals to buy from, like, the gas station. I like the fucking uh, the little grocery store. <laughs> just throw a little, just throw a bag of those in a fucking crib here. Moo. Kids over there choking on a on a sheep and you're yeah. <laughs> Cal says moo, motherfucker. Play. <laughs> Bro, can I can I tell you what I thought he said when the first time? I thought. He said sheet. I was like, you would do what? <laughs> he, I thought he said, I would just skeet above his head. Oh, come on. No. I no, was like, no. what is wrong with you? That's no, nice. We don't do that on this show. Yeah, I'm Catholic. Man, my. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, boy. Harbor, did you ever mess with any women back in the day that had little kids like that? Like infants and toddlers? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they weren't, they weren't in the fucking room. <laughs> I'm just asking. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, after all, you, you just put it through a sheet over his head. That's, that's, come on. That's messed up. That's fucked up. Doc, he said he would have threw some of those animal cookies. <laughs> like he's feeding the freaking the freaking bears at the zoo. Yeah, like you get one of like those bags of, of 
of the little fucking farm animals. You get like at the gas station, like at, at the grocery and shit. Hopper, you're, you're not throwing Cheetos at him like he's a bear in the Smoky Mountain cage, though. I mean, that'll be fun, right? <laughs> Doc, I, I can't I, breathe. I like the fucking, uh, I like the cowboys and the Indians and shit. I like the little, little plastic dinosaurs. Yeah. <laughs> Doc's ready to go. Doc's ready to go. All right. Can't breathe, Hopper. If you don't have nothing else, hit the tagline. Book it, bitch.